It's about finding your authentic voice and your courage to speak. And no matter what your age is, you have a right to speak and you have something to say. Diplomacy listeners, please welcome Allison Shapira of Global Public Speaking. Hi, Allison. Hi, Kelsey. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. I know you have some juicy tips and tricks to share with us, but first of all, tell us about Global Public Speaking. Global Public Speaking is a company I launched three and a half years ago after 10 years of teaching public speaking and presentation skills for for different organizations uh, around the world. So I launched the company three and a half years ago as a way to help people give powerful, confident, and authentic speeches and presentations. And it actually comes from my background as an opera singer which was my first love and my first career goal. So when I left the field of opera, I went into diplomacy and realized that everything I'd learned as a singer actually made me a very good public speaker and coach. And I started to use those musical techniques to train people in public speaking. And then that took on a life of its own and became its own career and its own company. I think that's really what struck me about you when I was fortunate enough to be in one of your workshops is that you really assessed your strengths and then applied them to make the world a better place in a very creative way. What was that journey like to understanding that you were going to transition out of one career space and into another? Were there lots of challenges along the way? Absolutely. It looks smooth in hindsight, but in the moment, it was actually very nerve wracking. And I had been working in international relations, Middle Eastern affairs for almost 10 years and was going to to start a new career and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. So by process of elimination, I decided to start my own company. Nothing else that I tried really felt like the right fit. And at a certain point, I realized that if I wanted the perfect job, I was going to have to create that. And I wanted to create it based on my own passions, interests, and skills. And I realized I'd had that perfect job all along. I had been doing it on the side, teaching public speaking, but it was really what I was the most passionate about, the most qualified for, and also something that many, many people around the world need and could benefit from. So it took a while to get there and it took some talking with mentors and advisors and friends and colleagues. But then once I took that step and launched the company and moved to Washington DC to launch the company, it took on a life of its own and has been expanding faster than I could have even imagined. So you're based in Washington, D.C., and then do you do workshops all over the world? You travel with your business, is that correct? I do. I do quite a bit. I was in Armenia two weeks ago doing doing a training for the Central Bank of Armenia, men and women working at the Central Bank. I I also have the amazing opportunity to work with Vital Voices Global Partnership, a nonprofit based in D.C. that works with women leaders 
from all around the world, mostly in developing countries, but in developed countries as well. And they work with women, they find extraordinary women who are running and growing a business, starting and growing a nonprofit, or running for office, and they bring them together and give them skills and training and networks to make them even more effective. And with Vital Voices, I've traveled to Argentina, South Africa, Uganda, Northern Ireland, Japan, and I'm going to Sydney, Australia later this week, or later this, this year, excuse me. And so I've had this amazing opportunity to work specifically with women leaders around the world to help them in their skill building so that whatever they're called to do, whatever they're doing through communication training, they're able to do it much more effectively. To me, that is true international relations. That's people-to-people diplomacy, where you're working directly with people that need your services most. This is awesome. What other types of clients do you work with? Do you work in other settings? Absolutely. I work with men and women all around the U.S. in the fields of of government, of private sector, nonprofit, so all, all types of industries and sectors. And one of the things that I do most often is work with women executives in the private sector. And it's always interesting for me to realize that at every stage in their career, women face particular challenges speaking in public, whether it's cultural constraints, how they were raised, or working in a mostly male environment. I'm sure we see that in diplomacy. We see that in in the corporate world as well. And it's always interesting for me to see how a very senior woman executive can have the same type of doubt when preparing to speak up at a meeting as a 21-year-old in her first job can have. And I think it's important to recognize that that's a challenge that we all face, but that all of us can overcome wherever we are with the right validation and confidence in ourselves. So can you share with us in your travels, in your work, what do you think are the most common mistakes when you look at working on public speaking skills with someone? It's, it's so interesting. The more I travel, the more I realize how we all face the same challenges in public speaking. It doesn't matter how old we are, what country we're from, what language we speak. I'm on the plane a lot, and people sitting next to me on the plane, once they find out what I do, will start to confide in me about how afraid they are of public speaking, how anxious they get how they physically become nervous before getting on stage. And it could be someone from Rwanda or Japan or Israel. It really doesn't matter. And that the universality of of that skill is something that's important is always amazing to me and appreciative to me. And the fact that everybody wants to improve is something that I'm very, very happy to see. So when I teach public speaking, I teach people to ask three questions before they write any speech or presentation or even prepare for an important one-on-one conversation because I define public speaking as any time we speak in front of an audience of one or more people with some goal. So interviewing for a job is public speaking. Giving a, a presentation during a meeting 
is public speaking. Speaking to a client or funder is public speaking. And obviously, giving a formal address in front of a large audience at a conference is public speaking. So I always recommend that people ask the same three questions. And those three questions are, who is your audience? Who are you talking to? How do they feel about your subject? That's the first question. The second question is, what's your goal? What do you want people to do as a result of hearing you? Because every speech or conversation is an opportunity to influence people's behaviors or thoughts or actions, which is an incredible opportunity. And then the third tip, the third question I always recommend people ask is the most important. And that's, why you? Why is this subject important to you? Why are you called to speak about this subject. And the more you bring in your personal story, the more powerful you become. And I'll give you an example. I was working with a young woman from Egypt and she had a very powerful message to say about her country's revolution and what she had lived through. And she said at a certain point, well, I'm, I'm in my early 20s. Who's gonna, who's gonna listen to me? What credibility do I have? What authority do I have on this subject? And I said to her, you've lived through a revolution. You have more authority on this subject than someone with a PhD in revolutionary studies. I told her, they can argue with your opinion, but they can't argue with your experience. And when you answer the question, why you, then you both connect with your audience on a personal level and you also demonstrate your own credibility and authority to be speaking on the subject, which gives you a much greater sense of confidence. So those are the three questions that I always recommend people ask, no matter where they are around the world. The answers are always different, but the questions are always the same. Mm, those are so excellent. And I love that story of the woman in Egypt. I know that will definitely resonate with our listeners out there. All of us have something to say. And now I'm realizing that a podcast interview is also another public speaking opportunity. Mm -hmm. All <laughs> the same skills apply. In. Absolutely. Yes. And what I love about Allison, even just your, I mean, I've certainly experienced your presence, but um, even in just your voice, it's encouraging in the sense that it makes me feel like it's okay, push forward, keep going, you know, figure this out. Um, it's especially in public speaking, I think when people stumble, they tend to retreat from the opportunity, you know, but sometimes it's important to press through. Oh, it's always important to press through because public speaking is a skill, it's not a talent. And the more you speak, the more experience you have speaking, the better you get. Even speaking for 30 seconds and even messing it up completely is a learning experience. And one thing that I always recommend, especially to young women and men starting in their careers, is to speak up whenever possible. Every time you go to a conference, make sure that you ask a question and stand up introduce yourself and ask your question at an event. It's a great way to push yourself and it's also a great way to distinguish yourself as well. Excellent advice. So for more tips, stories, and explanations, I highly recommend going to Allison's website and signing up for her newsletter. Allison, can you tell us where to find you? Absolutely. My website is my name, allisonshapira.com. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N. 
S-H-A-P-I-R-A.com. And there you can find, you can sign up for my newsletter. You can get my top 10 tips for writing and delivering an effective speech or presentation. And you can learn about the new online video program that I've created so that people all over the world can sign up and learn public speaking at their own pace. And if you're interested in having Allison come to your business or come to your university, you can find her contact information there as well to get her to come in and, and do a workshop. Absolutely. I would love to speak with your audience. In closing, do you have any final words of wisdom for all the young women out there that they know they want to make an impact on the world and they're passionate about foreign policy and diplomacy what would you say to them? Even what would you say to your younger self? I would tell them to keep in mind the three most important points in public speaking. The first is that public speaking is a skill, not a talent. They don't have to be born with it. Like any skill, the more they practice, the better they will get. The second tip is that it's not about being perfect. We should give up this idea that we need to be perfect speakers. It's about being authentic and passionate. And the third tip is that it's about finding your voice, not about trying to sound like anybody else, sound like a more professional person or an older person. It's about finding your authentic voice and your courage to speak. And no matter what your age is, you have a right to speak and you have something to say. The more you answer that question, why you? Why are you passionate about what you do? It will give you the confidence and it will give you the credibility to speak about whatever it is you want to speak about. And having that confidence to speak up will help you in every single aspect of your career, starting now and for the rest of your life. Thank you.